A Nine News reporter has been in the budget uh, lockup today, and he joins us now. Josh, um, probably no surprises in terms of the announcements today, but a lot of money, as I predicted yesterday, has come into the state's coffers. Yeah, you know what it's like, Scott. It's always a record spend. We always hear that record spend on health and education. Of course, I mean, the state's budget grows and grows every year, as does our population and as does inflation. But interestingly, there was a huge amount of money that will be spent in health over the next four years. So nearly $24 billion will be set aside for the health budget. And that includes about $10 billion for new health infrastructure. That will include three new hospitals. Uh, There'll be new hospitals in Bundaberg, Toowoomba, uh, Coomera. And there'll be expansions across a raft of others like Cairns, Townsville, Robina, Mackay, Redcliffe, Ipswich, Harvey Bay, and a couple of the the big ones here in Brisbane like the PAQE2 and the Prince Charles. They're planning to add another 9,500 health staff over the next six years. But interestingly, there has been a lot of money coming from the resources sector that will help prop up this budget. We were looking at a deficit Uh, back about six months ago when they were giving the mid-budget economic review. But now, this year, we'll be operating in a surplus. And not only that, next year as well, a lot of money coming in from coal. I just want to have a look at this this uh, big announcement regarding health there. You mentioned uh, uh, the, the capital program for health there and those hospitals. Of course, um, that's going to go over the next couple of years. It all, if those hospitals aren't built just this year. I did have a look at those figures, Josh, and they talked about an extra 2,200 beds. Uh, but those beds don't start coming on, online until 2024 and not until finally 2028. And we know we're facing a crisis at the moment. So extra beds in uh, two, three, four, five years' time doesn't help you dealing with the crisis we're facing right at the moment. Yes, they were questioned on that by the press quite extensively, and they said that they're moving as fast as they can. Of course, I mean, we'd have to attract all the doctors and the nursing staff, and this is over six years as well. So good to point out there that we're not going to Uh, have a quick fix to the ambulance ramping problems that we've seen at the moment. You won't be able to walk into an ED and expect, um, you know, a first-class service straight up. This could take some time, but the Treasurer was saying that it was, uh, you know, unprecedented stress on health systems right across the world, especially in the wake of COVID and the flu. But it does seem that they are listening and are trying to do something about health. Now, a lot of this money will be funded by some new interesting charges across Um, A few sectors, Uh, you'll remember a couple of times the Treasurer has promised that the households would not see any new taxes, but today there was a raft of new measures that will be rolled out in terms of coal royalties. So at the moment, coal is charged about um, 15% for anything over about $150 per tonne. Of course, you've seen the coal prices rising from about $100 per tonne up to $900 at some point. Um, Now, coal will be charged at a tiered system. Uh, Coal above about $300 a tonne will be uh, charged royalties of about 40%. So you can imagine how that was received by the mining and resources sector this afternoon when they found out. Also, a betting tax will be introduced for gaming companies uh, and also large companies with 
uh, wages at more than $10 million will be slugged at 2.5% uh, or 0.25% levy, rather, uh, to help go towards a mental health fund for mental health services across the state. Uh, in terms of uh, Cameron Dick and that, those, uh, those new charges and new taxes, you mentioned about his promise previously, and I can remember interviewing the, the Treasurer about this in the lead-up to the 2020 election, and he, and he made a very firm election promise. No new taxes and charges, full stop. He didn't say on households. He didn't say, oh, well, well that's not including businesses. How did he explain what he's done today compared to what his election promise was in 2020, Josh? And the the press did question him quite a bit on that because, of course, many of them were there for the 2020 promise. Now, his argument is that it's households that won't be um, seeing these new charges. So residents won't see it. Yeah, Josh, I remember I was there. I didn't hear that caveat in 2020 when he was saying it. (laughs) And that's what we all pointed out. Um, The Premier stood by him, though. She said that Queenslanders would expect the, uh, the large coal companies and betting companies and large businesses to be slugged with the tax. But of course, I mean, it'll be up to the, the voters to decide then and whether they can interpret future promises as being promises for residents and households or, you know, do they need to take that into consideration if they do own a large business that they could be up for new charges because that's exactly what we've seen today. Um, but um, all in all, though, I mean, the, the coal revenue is just extraordinary. Uh, this current financial year, we're looking at um, uh, coal royalties propping us up about $1.7 billion. Next year, that's rising to $7.2 billion. That's just on coal royalties. So you can see how much coal means to Queensland right now. The Treasurer and the Premier, they weren't really keen to mention those coal royalties. They were keen to mention the spending, but... At the end of the day, a lot of this money is coming from the resources sector. All right, Josh Bathurst, great to talk to you. We'll catch your full report tonight on Nine Years from 6pm. Thanks, Scott.